Mr. Shogun IT alongside my co-host, Delon Lee. Yes, sir. This is where confrontation meets conversation. And today we are going to discuss a little confrontational situation, or at least the way I see it. Um, (laughs) We're in Chicago, Illinois, and I've always wanted to talk about this particular subject with our youth because I see them out here a lot. And they're like 17, probably some high school kids, Mm -hmm. maybe just getting out of high school and even in winter, summer, whatever. And I'm not knocking the hustle, but I've seen our youth out here with these buckets, mm-hmm. you know, drumming these buckets. And they're, some of them are really, really talented. Mm-hmm. And I don't understand why they're out here having their hands out when they could be somewhere working or trying to work. I want to know what that's really about. You know what I'm saying? I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be this... <laughs> This killer of the youth, but I just want to raise this point because I think it's very, very important yeah. that we talk about this because I've seen this for a while, Absolutely. for some years. I'm sure you've seen it yourself, Absolutely. Absolutely. and I'm concerned about it. That's Absolutely. why I'm bringing it up. So, oh, I, I, I'm totally down. But let them you, know. What, well, let them know where we can find us at first. Well, first you can find me, Shobinati, on Facebook at Shobinati and on Twitter at CNIT and Instagram at CNIT3130. And you can find me on Facebook at Al Lee, Instagram A Lee for Life, and Twitter A Lee21-1996. What do you want to talk about what your theories are? I mean, yeah, because you I mean you had some really insightful theories about, you know, that. And and also talk about the experience that you just recently saw and where. Because I think the area is very important as well. Actually, this morning, mm-hmm. I was around Irving Park and Cicero, that area. And I saw like three or four African-American young males. Like I said, they look young, high school. I know they're out of school, but I've seen this quite frequently. Oh, yeah, and during the school year. Yeah, in the city while and, yeah. school is going on, yeah. everything. Summertime, you know, they're out of school, whatever, but I'm seeing our youth, our young men, sometimes there's a couple of girls with them, they're out with these buckets on the corner, south side, west side, yeah, wherever. northwest, whatever, and they're beating on these pails, really tight drumming skills, you mm-hmm. know, so you can hear the rhythms, you can hear that talent. I've seen them perform and around a lot of festivals like uh, Lollapalooza and mm-hmm. downtown in the summertime. And they have a bucket outside. And it looked like they're very stylish, dreads, neatly done, and nice-looking kids. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, okay, let me put this together. Okay. They seem like they're not really hurting for nothing. I'm not saying they're not poor or anything, but they keep themselves together. You know, they look healthy. What's going on? Why are they out here, you know, especially during school, beating on pails, got their hands out. Right. And I just want to get your perspective on it because I, I see this as an issue, brother. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you, like, like working? Try, yeah. I mean, Why aren't you, like, well, you know I mean, what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, it's it's tough because um, for some of, you know, some of them I think are, you know, a lot of performance artists are taught, you know, to go out here and, you know, perform, you know, and just make your performance or whatever and go from there. So some of them I'll take you like a small a percentage. Still do yes, that. but some of some of these guys who perform artists do have jobs. But you know, like you see them in the subway playing the guitar or whatever and they do have jobs. Some of them, you know, just don't. Um for in particular for our youth though and um, once again I'm not judging no, no one's the judging. situation. No. But this is something that I've wanted to But with the, with the drummer thing, it's a little different to me because I'm not necessarily thinking that they're trying to be discovered. Some of these, like I said, some of these perform artists like you see in New York or, you know, L.A. or even here in the subway, you know, they're trying to maybe get discovered. They're just trying to play the music, trying to, you know, get feedback from a live audience. You know, maybe they're trying to get over that. I don't, you know, I don't know how to play in front of an yeah, audience. Yeah, I don't think but this these is the, kids. No, these yeah, kids are yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. Because part of it is, and just coming, putting my educator hat on, um, 
part of it is is that we are cutting a lot of programs. And some from some of the two first programs that we cut out of school are arts programs and physical education. Those are the first two. So these kids aren't having an opportunity necessarily to perform in school, first of all. And then from there, school school will help you, because my grandfather, I can speak from experience, school will help you organize the structure. See, not only the structure, but who maybe I can form a band or get bandmates right. with. Exactly. And so then from there, you get, a great a, point. you get a band, and then there you start learning how to become a group, and then maybe you can go out there and charge, and from there. So the lack of organization from, art, from an art standpoint is one. Mm-hmm. Two, the lack of leadership in that home because and it's not just men or women no matter where you're coming from single parent home or wherever that parent should be should be in tune enough to know that if you're out there performing that you have too much time on your hands you know and I'm talking about just performing with the with the pail right that you have too much time on your hands and either a we need to get you in some type of performance art type thing or we need to get you a job because you have too much time just to be sitting on the corner that has to have a balance. Even if you have access to that type of environment, you still should have some type of job to learn how or to earn or for yourself. Right. Or not even just a job, a class, whatever. Because like you said, if they're in high school or whatever, if they're coming out of high school, then they definitely should have some kind of job. You know, they shouldn't be on the corner. But like I said, we're just well, assuming. Doesn't have to be full-time, yeah, part-time. part-time something. Yeah, yeah. And we're just assuming. But yeah, I do, I've do. i seen it a lot within, like you said, the last couple of years. It has been around a lot. You know, and like I said, just coming from an educator standpoint, I see a lot of these youth trying to get jobs, and mm-hmm. they just can't get hired. Some of it is because they don't have the um, the resume. They don't know how to put together a resume. They don't have interview skills. So it's, it's just a combination of a lot of things within our youth. And so this is why I've always said a part of what needs to happen, you know, obviously in this state, it, but federally, but just in the state in particular, is there should be any budget that's passed, there has to be a, 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 a reinvestment in job training. Yep. There just has to be because... Every child, and we've talked about this, every child is not meant to go to college. That's true. They're, they're just not. Yep. And, and it's not so much they don't have the mental capacity, it's just that that's just maybe not for them. Exactly. And they're ready to go to work, they're ready to become a, a functioning part of society, and they're ready to get out here, and they, and they want to be hands-on, carpentry, electrician, whatever, plumbing. So they're ready to get their mechanic, they're ready to get their hands out here and work. So that reinvestment mm-hmm. into making sure that our youth know that they have a job. So that way, if they do want to perform, let's say they want to do the bucket on the corner, that at least we know they got a part-time or full-time to fall on, that they got some income, and if they want to take a couple hours out of their day to go hit out there on the, on the corner, that's on them, but at least they're being a functionable person in society. Well, I want to lean on that general statement more so than saying they're lazy and they just want to smoke no, weed no, and you no. know just hang out all the time. But and some of them do. But that's why about some there them. is a percentage yeah. that just wants to do that. They've had opportunities. They've had the parents. They've had the yeah. mentorship and say, man, you need to go get a job. They just don't want to work. Or maybe some of them don't have that leadership and they're right. just like, I'm just comfortable just sitting here exactly. because there's nothing pushing them. That parental figure, they're babying it. There's so many of us from that age of whatever, the 60s, 70s, and 80s parents Mm -hmm. that raised us, that there's so many of us that felt like they were so hard or they, you know, were mean or didn't communicate or whatever, that we always said with our kids, we're going to make it so much better when we have kids and they're not going to go through this, which to a certain extent is true. Like we were talking about the spanking and all that and evolution. However, with that evolution, 
comes a certain softening because now they're not seeing certain hard times. And so, like, you know, for instance, like, maybe you, and I'm just, I'm over-exaggerating, but maybe you didn't get that pony, Mm -hmm. young ladies, you know, for for the holidays. But now you made sure that your daughter or son got that pony or that horse, and now what are they striving for? Exactly. We've we've left them with nothing to strive for. And so so that's a part of it is it's not so much like they're just out there drumming because they don't have nothing to strive for. They're out there drumming because they know there's a safety net, some of them. They know that, okay, well, I can just hang out here because I can always go home. Or they don't have or haven't been taught a certain drive in life. You know, like you say, in African-American community, we've been short-sighted for so long with with influences and and resources that no one is taking time for the most part because that generation before probably didn't have the resources also or didn't know how to tap into those resources. So that's leading a blind generation, generation after generation. It's only a select few that have those parents in the hood. You know, know, just just push their kids and kept them away from a lot of things. But also it's a generational thing too because generationally... We were, we were learning to sacrifice for the next generation, and that has stopped. It started becoming more about live for the now. Live for the moment. Enjoy it all now. You know, and, and, that, and, and it's, that's a good thing. You know, enjoy every moment. Enjoy life. But it doesn't mean that you, side that that. you don't leave something for the next generation. Right. So, and, th- and that's where, you know, we got caught up in all of that nonsense. So it, 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 it is generational. It is, it is about teaching mm-hmm. that you have to leave something behind. If you have a concept of you have something to leave behind, then you first have to get something right. to leave behind. And also we talked about that, how... Some generational parents who were fortunate enough to start their own business and blow up to be very great out here or, you know what I'm saying, do some really strong things, had that toolage to become great entrepreneurs and built some things in their lineage, they leave their children all this money, but they don't teach them to go out and get their own right. instead of just sitting. That's why you see a lot of parents, we've seen this throughout our lives. We grew up with some of them. The kids who were well-to-do or had parents that were very, very wealthy, they would have a subpar life because they're waiting on mommy and daddy to die. No purpose. Know. Yeah, no purpose. They're like, man, I'm good. I got money waiting on and me. And as I said, that's and that's- this is why I said it was so important for parents who have those opportunities and put their children in those profitable positions, you have to tell them, this is my money. Yeah. I'm going to teach you to go out and fend for your own. And that's what we need to be teaching. You ours. leave them some, yeah. but you don't tell them. And but it's, it's just and, like. And it's not even just if you have money. If you just have. But any, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, but I mean, we related to what we were talking about with the kids drumming. Yeah. Same thing. Even if you have a parent that is putting a roof over your head and making sure that you are okay, you don't take it for granted. You know, and, I, and I've said this and I will continue to say But that's partially on the parents. because I completely say, agree. They, because like you just said before, yeah. you said. That parent lacked having so much, so when they get, they, they were just like, shower I, yep. their children and and, 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 that, and that child them. feels like, oh well, I don't have to do much. Exactly. And so that's what I'm saying. So you're absolutely right. It's on that parent. So like I said, it goes back to the principle. We'll continue to say it till I drop dead. At 18 to 21, you have one of four options: military, trade school, get a job, college, or go to college. It's one of four. Yep. There's no, there's no getting around it. Nope. There's no playing with you're it. Fooling and yourself. It's, and if we, and but we, and, and if we don't implement it in our culture, you're gonna see more drummer boys and drummer girls. Ice Cube, uh, he came out with his newest song. And does he have a new album or a new song for sure? Song album. I know yeah. the song is on YouTube. Some mm-hmm. funkadelic. The new, new song, funkadelic. The new funk. I love Ice Cube. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's matured into a great young man. His story is phenomenal. You know, coming from the group um, NWA, you know, very popular group, very just very pro-black group at the time when they were youthful, watching their way. And, you know, I wasn't a overly aggressive 
type guy when it comes to the verbiage, but they were part of my generation, and I'll never forget them, and I'll always be grateful for them because they stood up for a lot of awesome things. They were a very Police vocal Police brutality, group. Yeah. yeah. Free speech. And yeah. the government, I think, kind of shut them down at times or tried many a times. I think that was part of why they subsided because they, they had the governmental pressure. Chuck D and, and Public, Public Enemy, Enemy. Karis won to a certain extent. Yep. They kind of snuffed them out. But I want to touch on this Ice Cube new song. You know, he's, he's in another stratosphere as far as... Uh, entertainment now he's become this great director producer put out some quality movies man yeah you know since friday i mean every movie he's put out i am a fan i make sure i go and support because he has a lot of lessons and really good content and in his he's movies. Uh, he's uh one of the founding members of that uh big three the basketball yeah who else is him uh, and uh, it was him and the, um it's another for, uh, Allen uh, basketball. yeah they, and that's another entrepreneurial feat and so i heard this song this new funk song and you know, just give like, us a little taste of some of the lyrics. I was like, yeah, let me um, let me listen to uh, Ice Cube. You know what I'm saying? He got some, some cute song. You know what I'm saying? Funk. He was always a Funkadelic and, type And it has, guy. A, has a George Clinton feel. Yeah, the, the George beats, Clinton The feel. beats, very funky, Funkadelic, definitely for sure. But, but he started sounding like the old Ice Cube. Oh, I don't which even is, know if it was that. It was yeah, more. It was kind of that, that raunchy mouth. Yeah, that was old Ice Cube, which is, it's, yeah. it's, 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 you know, that's his choice. Right. Like I say, I'm not judging the guy. I love him. But I'm like... When you all get a chance to listen to it, you'd be like, you know, some people are going to disagree. Ah, it's just Ice Cube. Ah, you're taking this too seriously. I'm not really taking it that seriously, but I am going to speak upon this. I'm like, dude, you're in another stratosphere of respect. Not just I'm saying about white people, just African-Americans put you on a different scale than right. your NWA guy right now. And it's like you've reverted back. I'm just trying to get your opinion right. since it's just me and you. What do you think his agenda was in making that song? Because it's really, I can't say the lyrics, you know what I'm saying? Right. He's saying, but you know what I'm saying? He's using profanity, reliving yeah. like he was in his teenage years. I didn't even get that feel. I got the feel of... It was it's like, it, what is the agenda Yeah, here? see, the, it, I get the feel of it was bubblegummy rap. I wouldn't even like him at NW. It was more bubblegummy club. It was more like when he had... Um, was with um, Mac-10 in them. It was more like that when he was on the tail end of his career with the West Side Connection and all that, and he was doing all that, you know, goofity, hippity, hoppity, goofy kind of bojangling uh, music. Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, it just was. Oh I mean, you know, he's crib walking, throwing up the W, and I get it, and I get it, your West Side and all that. I'm not tripping on that, right. but this the agenda, th- this particular move here, here yeah, what, what, the way that it struck me when you brought it to me, first of all, you know, listen to it. It was funny because, you know, I do like funkadelic music, so I just listened to it. I was like, oh, this is funky, but then listen to the content. I was like, wow. I was like, this is very, like, corny, <laughs> to be honest, and, and not disrespectful, but I because for him... This is this is this is this looking is, at Ice Cube this is, now. This is me showing Ice Cube respect because yeah. not even just looking at him now, but looking it's at the growth. Yeah, his growth yeah. and everything that he's talked about, and then to hear this. Yeah, like what and, is and, he and, on? and I'm thinking like, okay, maybe this is a movie soundtrack, or and like I said, when we finally you know talked about it pre-show, I just told you like, I think this is just his way of still having to feel relevant. Everybody can't do. This forever, you know. You used the example of, of the other day of um, Michael Jackson. Right. He was the greatest for a certain amount of time. Right. He'll always be the greatest, but right. in that particular block was his time. Same thing with Whitney Houston, and then someone else comes along. Right. And Michael, Whitney, even Ice Cube, the greats, all of them. God they, has given you a special grace time. period. Yeah, I don't care how great you are when your grace for you to be that, that person, that, that bright star. has passed. Yeah. yeah. 
no matter what you do, you're never going to be at that yeah. level. And it doesn't mean that you're and not I a think star. A lot of stars struggle right. with that. And I, and, and I was about to say, I think Whitney struggled with that. Michael Absolutely. definitely struggled Michael with definitely that. Michael definitely struggled. And like I said, and it doesn't mean that you're not a star. No. You're just not that Nova, that supernova. That's the beauty of that man upstairs. Yeah. Everyone has their time. Yes. You have to move over and allow yes. others. Everybody and this has is why Trey Songz, I remember, had an issue with R. Kelly. Because yeah. yeah. R. Kelly stays on time. I mean, he's just an evolving artist. Yeah. And his music was relevant yeah. still, even today. Right. And Trey, like, man, you had your time. Right. Can you kind of allow us to, you Eat. know? And know. it's not his fault. He's no. just talented like no. that. And, that's what, and I'm glad you brought that up because just because there's a certain time doesn't mean that when someone else is ready for that time to be over, it's over. Right. And 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 the example I was gonna say in particular with this athletes, any anybody, Same any, thing. everybody can. Tom Brady, everybody, We're seeing but, it now. but everybody can't do Tom. But the example I was gonna use in this right. particular example, Cube is looking at guys like Snoop. Mm-hmm. Now Snoop is still not that supernova, but he's still able to rap and still be somewhat relevant. But even if you listen to him, but I'm he's just, evolved. But with his Cube, music, but Cube has not understanding that obvious to me because listen to the content and so he's obviously just thinking oh well Snoop's still out here or guys of his ilk are out here so I should still be able not understanding and listening like Snoop's not calling everybody bees and hoes anymore he's you know actually talking about or storytelling and so Q if you're not able to do that Mm -hmm. maybe you just might want to just chill or keep that in the studio the last two albums Jaden put out and they don't and look and and they don't and they don't super like put it and like I said he didn't super put this out here but the point is is that if you're going to put something out here and you're on that level at least make it something of value I remember when Prince got rest his soul his last few albums um, not really super publicized, but he was putting out good content. Mm-hmm. And so that's all an artist, you know, if you really care, you, wants to do. Sade's about to come out. I promise you that content's going to be solid. Well, Anita Baker. I mean, but her aura. But Anita Baker's aura. All of them. It's like long lasting. And, and Cube has that ability too, but he's chosen not to. Uh, not really as far as music. Not to. I'm just saying he's, to. Had, he's had an opportunity to. I don't think so because rap has its, its, it I has think if its he, seasons. If, if, if he chose to evolve. Especially the rap that if he, he was it, in. Right, say, no, if no, he chose no. to go more intellectual like he started doing. But that's not him. It was for a certain time. Uh, that's not him. No one yeah. knows Cube as that. Yeah, well, that's so, true. So, you I'm saying? This is why you have to be careful. And I believe, to a certain extent, I hope I'm wrong, that he's not hurting his current brand. Oh, I doubt it. I, I, I hope yeah. not. Because I don't think too many anybody's listening. Maybe me and you. You never know. That man has a lot of influence, bro. Yeah, but maybe me and you are listening to it. But the thing is, I don't think he's going to hurt his brand in the sense that... I hope not. I think somebody... I don't want to say someone's going to tell him, like, this isn't him. But I think if he if he, if he he looks at it and, and really sees, first of all, that it's not going to sell. And then secondly, like, if he takes the time to just really listen to what other people are talking about versus what this was, nah. He'll, he'll recognize, yeah, this, well, this one, this one, because, a good Because, you know what I'm saying, when you're feeling yourself and you're your own star and you're, he's constantly evolving, Cube has always been a calculated figure. Yeah, absolutely, right? yeah. So he has some type of gender with this. Like I said, we to haven't me, had a chance to it, speak just came to him, up, it just came off to me as like, yeah, I, I still think I'm relevant. I still think I have something to say. And, and that's fine. But it's just, like you said, are you really saying something of value? <laughs> And right, and that's that's, and that's the key. My point. But like I say, he has the freedom to do what yeah, he wants. But I was just 
kind Curious. of, yeah, just yeah. a little bit thrown off by that song. I'm like, in the lyrics, y'all go listen to it. It's Ice Cube's new song called The New Funk, right? New Funkadelic. New Funkadelic, and check it out. You'll kind of see what I'm talking about. But that will conclude our show for this week. I would like to thank you all for listening. Once again, you can find me, ShowBeNotT, on Facebook at ShowBeNotT, Twitter, CNotT, Instagram, CNotT, 3130. And you can find me on Facebook at Ali, Instagram, Ali for Life, and Twitter, Ali21, 1996. Next week, y'all. Peace.